Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Integrate Yourself. I'm your host, Allison Polo, and you can find me at pureenergypdx.com or finallythrivingbook.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. I have a special guest for you today. It's a special treat. We're here with Josh Trent. His company was formerly known as Wellness Force just up until this week. He's now changed it to Wellness and Wisdom. He's had this company for quite some time. And so it's, uh, as he describes in one of his latest podcasts about why he changed his name, He's been through uh, many changes. He's going through a lot of uh, growth this year, and he felt like, uh, you know, now he is his, and we've talked about this before in the show too, about how as you lose your identities uh, of what you once were, and you don't need to hang on to those anymore, you begin to emerge and become something new. And so I I believe that's what he's going through too. And so he decided to uh, reflect that in his company name by changing it to Wellness and Wisdom. And I thought that was really cool. Josh is an amazing person. He's incredibly kind-hearted, and um, I just got the best vibe from him when I met him in the, uh, during this interview. Um, had a great conversation with him as well. He's great at articulating his ideas and expressing himself uh, so gracefully. I really, I was so honored that he came on my show to talk about all of the things that we're going to be talking about today. We got into some topics, some very important topics that are generally polarizing for most people, especially in these past couple of years, topics such as masks and uh, vaccines. Now, what we the way we talk about it in the show is we're going to bring the compassion back into these topics to end the polarization, the separation that it gets created as it relates to this, because there is a deeper understanding in why all this is happening, whether you are on a certain side or not, it's really about coming to a place of neutrality. It's coming to that neutral zone so that you can come to a higher understanding of both yourself and others and how this relates to everything that we're going on right now, that we're experiencing right now. So that's what we touched upon. Uh, One of the topics uh, related to... Uh, vaccines in general, was the energy of uh, what you resist persist. And that goes on both sides. So uh, we got into that that deeper. And um, I shared my the ideas I had brewing in my mind for some time and just was able to kind of express them during this interview. And uh, Josh, and he shared his take on it as well. He shared some very valuable information. And, um, you know, again, this show is not meant to polarize. It's meant to help you come into a greater understanding of of yourself, which helps you understand and have compassion for others in your life, even if you don't agree with them. So that was the point I was making and what I why I wanted to bring up these topics Um as well, you know, it's okay wherever you stand on it. It's it's just about you owning that stance. Like if that's the decision you've made about it and that's where you that's where you're at, then go with it, you know. Um 
and 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 again, that's what one thing that Josh brought up too during the interview is um, getting into like once you make that decision, you've expressed your anger towards it, then it's time to move on to higher levels of energy where you can begin to um, get more into that compassion mode. And, and we, we get more into that and explain how that works today in today's show. We get pretty deep. So um, I can't wait for you to listen to it. I'm so excited. I do want to let you know, if you didn't know, my book, Finally Thriving, is available. It's on Amazon. And uh, it's also at Barnes & Noble if you don't like Amazon. I've had a few people say they're, they're not big on Amazon. So Barnes & Noble as well is a great way to find it. Uh, it's just the best way for me to get it out to more people. And so that's why I use Amazon. Uh, and if you do get the book from Amazon and you really love it and you want to share your thoughts on the book, please leave a, a review. That helps me so much. It helps the book get out to more people because ultimately I just want to inspire as many people as I possibly can to have self-compassion, self-love, to learn how to bring themselves into that <clears throat> that bigger, greater sense of wellness that you can have in your life that creates more joy and bliss in your life. And I took um, that's what I'm doing in this book is I'm taking you through all those steps uh, of aligning the mind. You know, the mind is something that we have to harness in our life. Otherwise, it just runs the show. And then I take you through a connection with the body. How do you connect with your body? How do you feel energy moving through your body? How do you know when you need to rest? How do you know when you need to work out? What are the signs that your body is giving you? Um, and much more. And then the final phase of the book is how to listen to your spirit. How do we know uh, what our true energy is? How do we know our essence until we start to become present with ourselves. How do you become present with yourself? Even if you're prioritizing time with yourself, are you present during that time with yourself? Are you thinking about other things you need to do or other people you need to take care of? So those are things that I take you through to really get you to the heart of the matter so that you can start to begin prioritizing time with yourself. So that you can become grounded and calm in your own body and feeling feel whole again to create that sustainable wellness practice in your life forever. You know, it will it will be it's just going to it's never going to end because you find joy in it. Essentially, your wellness journey is your self-help journey. It's also your creative process. So we're connecting with that creative process in you know, what we're all creating is our lives, the work of art that is our lives. So um, in this book, I really wanted to make it uh, an enjoyable, easy read. I wanted to help people get into more of a play mode, get into our right brain where we can get more creative. And so that's my intention. That's what I'm seeing people have an experience of after they read this book and they tell me about um how they've received it. And it's just amazing. So I also want to thank everybody already who's bought the book and has given me feedback, who's left me a review because the reviews are great to get. They help me get out to more people. So if you feel inspired to leave me a review, please do. That would be incredible. Uh, you can leave it on Amazon. 
So yeah, the book is, it's exciting and I'm really having a great time with it. Uh, check it out again. Uh, I'll leave a, a direct link where you can purchase it and yeah, enjoy. All right. Without further ado, it is my honor and my pleasure to introduce you to Josh Trent, everybody. Enjoy. Today, I am here with a very special guest, Josh Trent. Josh Trent is the founder of Wellness Force Media and host of the Wellness Force podcast. Josh has spent the past 19 years as a trainer, researcher, and facilitator discovering the physical and emotional intelligence for humans to thrive in our modern world. The Wellness Force mission is to help humans heal mental, emotional, and physical health through podcast programs and a global community that believe in optimizing our potential to live life well. Josh's life is dedicated to supporting humanity coming together as one. After publishing over 400 high-level interviews, and that's a lot for a podcast, that means you're really, really uh, here to stay with some of the most respected minds in the health, wellness, and self-help industries. Josh has been spotlighted in major wellness media outlets such as Onnit, Spartan, C-Fit, uh, Seal Fit, and Paleo FX. Josh holds a CES certification from the National Academy of Sports Medicine and is the creator of the Breathe Breath and Wellness Program, a 21-day guided breath and wellness program using ancient wisdom to boost your immunity, calm your mind, and give you freedom from chronic stress in the modern world. Combining special breathing meditations infused with safe, safe vape cannabis uh, cannabis. Uh, can you say that word for me, Josh? Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. Okay. So that's like the vape cannabis, right? Yeah. It's it, the cannabidiol, which we can talk about. It, it's the different parts of the plant, the spectrum of the plant that allow you to attach to the CB1 and CB2 receptors and the endocannabinoid system. Yes. Let's definitely touch on that. That's so interesting. Um, his, his program breathe gives you everything you need to let go of old weight distress, um, de-stress and build immunity so you can live your best life. In 2019, Josh also became the CEO of Civilized Caveman, helping women and men live better through practical tools for wellness, personal development, and paleo-friendly recipes. Josh, welcome to the show. I am so happy you are here. Allison, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, I, like I said, I'm honored that you're here, Josh. I've been following you for some time. I've, I've seen your work. You're amazing. You're doing so many good things in the world. Um, can you start by telling, I mean, I did give a huge introduction, but I would love for you to share with my yeah. audience more about what you'd like to share with yourself and how it relates to what we're going to talk about today as well. So um, you'd said what I want to share and, and a little bit about me, right? Mm -hmm. so yeah. The little bit points to the lot a bit, but the little bit is this 10 year health and fitness career that really led me to having a second or third Saturn return and a dark night of the soul, 
which then put me in a place emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and physically, and also financially, to where I really had to make a tough decision as to was I going to listen to my dream and go the path of uncertainty, or was I going to play the safe route, work for someone else, and essentially not manifest the things that my soul was calling for. And that's what led me to media and making Wellness Force media and hosting the podcast in 2015 is when I started. And wow, which is 2022. Oh my God, that'll be seven years this year. Holy shnikes. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just realizing that in real time. And so, you know, as I stand here with you today, I'm the host of the Wellness Force podcast. I'm the CEO of Wellness Force Media, which has two brands. One of them is Wellness Force, which is discovering physical and emotional intelligence. So you and I, all of us can live our lives well. That's that's my journey that I just share with everyone. And I make sure that wisdom is honest. And then on the other side of the brand, it's Civilized Caveman. So we talk about paleo and nutrition and recipes for the ketogenic and or the paleolithic lifestyle. And somewhere in the middle of that, I just do my heart's best to help people as much as I can because there's a mental health crisis that we're all experiencing. And I know that the body is the subconscious mind. So the more that we can fuel and support our physical selves, the more that's going to bring us to a healthy mental and also uh, emotional. And of course, as you know, our connection to spirit can only come through if the conduit is clean. And so we have to do all of these things all at once and be a human and manage our relationships and do all the things, Allison. So that's me in like a really tiny nutshell. Yes, that's amazing. And I, I love that you're doing conscious media because we just need so much of that right now. And we need media that is, <laughs> is going to open people up to their, their true potential and not, um, not this doom and gloom stuff and uh, things that are pulling people down right now. Um, which I think is a big part of the problem, um, for Agreed. sure. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And I've, I've seen some of your posts in the past and you've posted some things that have been happening locally to you. And so I'd love to touch upon some stuff that, uh, relates to what we're currently going through and how we can get our health back on track with how our mind connects with our body. You know, it's like mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't even connect those things and we're in our heads mostly without even noticing how much mental gymnastics we're doing all the time without actually connecting with our heart and our, and our body and even listening to what our body's telling us right half the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we have a, a fundamental disconnect and it's actually that way on purpose so um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a witness of reality. And the witnessing that I've been seeing, watching for two years now has been that of a psychology operation or known as a psyop that is dividing people from themselves, from their family, from their coworkers, from their friends, but most importantly, from their own soul. And this media construct that we live in is essentially part of the matrix you know we think feel do and and that's what makes our lives we think feel and do and so if you can start being dissected and disconnected from media that does that is not conscious that is not loving that is not of service then what happens is you have an unraveling of every single fundamental system in the human and that's what we're experiencing now 
So there is a war. It's a silent war. And at times it's not silent, but it's mostly silent. And it's a war of the mind. We, we have been pushed into this really cul-de-sac, this made-up construct of me versus you, red versus blue, Democrat versus Republican. And at the end of the day, none of this shit matters at all. <laughs> but we are being emotionally and mentally played upon like a puppeteer with strings. And so what we all have to do right now is take a big, deep breath so we can start to reconnect some of these systems, you know, like through your belly and out of your mouth six times whenever you feel, I feel, whenever any of us feel this disconnection because we are in a fundamental disconnection and it's universal. It's happening to every man, woman, and even child uh, and even infant that is here on planet earth right now we all come we all came to be here at this time it's a mystery we have to honor the mystery but essentially what i see happening is that if we don't start choosing to access our breath access our fitness access these tools that can reconnect us to ourselves and then only then reconnect us to others we're in for a world of trouble and i think that the big theater that we've been playing uh, may not have a happy ending if, if we don't start living more attuned to our heart and our soul and nature herself. So I might've gone off a little bit there from your original question, but that was what I felt was necessary in the moment. No, that was, that was perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. I, uh, I, and I agree with that so much because, um, you know, the breath is what brings you back to yourself. It, it, it helps you integrate what you're experiencing. And it's so ironic. Like I could, I can't talk about breath without mentioning the elephant in the room. And this is not a political issue whatsoever, but the mask wearing will affect how you breathe. Right. <laughs> I mean, a resounding. Yes. When you have like, for example, here's a paper towel if you're watching on YouTube. When I go like this, look at how much different I sound, mm -hmm. right? You can't see me. You can't see the micro muscles in my face. Now you can, I've pulled it away, but when I have something literally covering my face and only showing my eyes, it's not even just about, um, what I somatically experience when I look at you, but it's, it's a literally what it is. It's a visual slavery device. It's a visual slavery device because infants, children, and human beings, we have this, if you look at, um, the polyvagal theory and you really understand the micro muscles in our face, every single time you and I are connecting or any of us are connecting, my eyes are hardwired to circuitry that connects to my amygdala, which is the fear center of my brain. And I'm constantly looking at your face, Allison, and we all look at each other's faces to make sure we're safe. Because these microfacial muscles, they signal if, if your nervous system can relax around me. But when I have something literally blocking those micro muscles, what happens to all that circuitry, to all that beautiful, natural, organic, man, woman, God made circuitry, it goes away. So what's happening isn't just about us choking on our own carbon dioxide from a mask in front of our face. It's also a, another piece of this psychological warfare where now we're not able to be safe with one another because we're bypassing some of the natural circuitry that we were designed to have that cues our own safety with one another. That makes a lot of sense because that's what's happening. I see that in real time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. That, that was an amazing, um, explanation of what is happening because we all feel that it, it doesn't, you know, some people feel like it <clears throat> makes them safe, but in, on a psychological level, you can see people becoming more anxious, you know, and more paranoid about everything. And I think that is, that is a huge part of it. Definitely. You know what um, the mask is? I'm sorry to interrupt you. you no, it's fine. Yeah. Is? Another example of the mask, you've heard of the metaverse and Oculus and all this. Yes. Insanity, yes. Insanity yeah. Let's get into this. <laughs> that is the metaverse. So the mask is another metaphor, another example of a perceived state of safety that actually isn't safe at all. It is a projection. It's a hologram of reality that is actually disconnected from reality it, because right. when we put a, when we put on a, a Oculus, we quote step into a different world, but it's not actually the world. The world is you sitting there, standing there, breathing in your body physically on this planet. That's reality. Right. The other reality is literally a construct of technological zeros and ones that are projected onto a screen. So if you think about it, the perceived safety, when somebody wears a mask, they're perceiving themselves safe in the same fake way that metaverse gives people a perceived sense of fake safety by a holographic projection. That's so a somebody analogy. wears a mask and they feel safe, but they're not safe because they're only safe when they take off the mask because to live is to be unsafe. That's the whole point of life. Life isn't safe. And then the same thing exists with metaverse where we have a fake projection of life. So the mask and the Oculus cover the mouth, cover the eyes, and you may not be able to see or taste or smell. Open the eyes, open the mouth, and you can be how God intended. You can yeah. be how nature intended. So I had to add that to it because it's a really, really simple metaphor if you look at it from high enough. Yeah, that's a, that's a great metaphor. Uh, and yeah, because it is, if you, <laughs> we can get go down the rabbit hole of science and stuff, but you know, it's, it, there is no real backing for it, but people believe there is right. It's kind of mm -hmm. like religion in a way, like it's like, there is a belief that this is what we're supposed to be doing and what keeps us safe. So we're going to do it. Right. And this is yeah. because we believe it, you know, and that like the, like what you, yeah, that was great. Cause like, it's like a, it is creating your own virtual reality, creating your own reality in a way. Right. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really mesh with nature. You know, it doesn't really make sense as it relates to that and how our bodies actually work, right? Can I share with you the definition <laughs> of virtual? Yes, please. So like virtual, almost or nearly as described, but not completely or according to strict definition. Think about that. Almost or nearly as described, but not completely. I mean, that is literally from Oxford Dictionary, almost or nearly as described, but not completely. So what does that mean? No, it means Virtual nothing actually. <laughs> it, means not, it means nothing. Okay. I just had to share it. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of soft talk is what I hear there. That's you know, right. it's just, I mean, that's right. uh, non-commit, non-committing. Uh, yeah, it, it, that is interesting. Like if we really looked into things and really what they truly meant, especially with all the language that's being used these days, <clears throat> we would be like, wait a minute this doesn't make any sense. Hold on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've heard that there is somewhat of a, you know, I, I, the, 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 the term mass hypnosis it, or mass formation goes around. Right. Yeah. And, and that 
becomes kind of what what we we t- we're talking about it a lot lately because it's been in the news and it's been it, it's been on um, various podcasts and and <clears throat> it seems to be something that people are starting to notice uh, because it's just strange sometimes how some people that you know who were into um, holistic principles of health kind of drop that and uh, for some other stuff that's happening. Right. And so it's, it's kind of mind boggling to me. Um, and I can, I can't think of any other explanation for it. What, what is your take on it, Josh, as far as what you think, have you seen people in the holistic realm change, uh, their tune? Because I, Hmm. the only people that have kind of stayed pretty consistent, um, that have stayed consistent are the people that I've been around in the check-ins or around the check, uh, you know, the check group and, you know, there's a lot of different groups from that kind of come into the check group, um, and lifted those, those kinds of groups are kind of still sticking with the values, but I just feel like, you know, it's like what happened to people's values as this started, you know, I mean, it could just be that it was so much fear. I mean, I, you know, what do you think about that? What I can feel is that we're in a social experiment of sorts. And obviously there's many, many, many layers to what I'm about to say. But the first layer of anything is awareness. So the awareness that you and I have, that we all share, that that the people that are here with us are sharing right now, is that something doesn't feel right. So that's the first thing we can notice is that something doesn't feel right. Right. And so if if we breathe into that and if we feel into our solar plexus and our heart and our throat and our root, and if we just chill for a minute and just feel what's going on, we all can, would you say it's safe, Allison, to say that we, we collectively, most people feel that something isn't right? Yes. Okay. I would agree with that. Well, if we start there then just use curiosity, not anger, not resentment, not rage, not accusation. Just use curiosity to go deeper from that place. So I'm curious if something doesn't feel right, what exactly doesn't feel right? And then I just sit with myself and I sit with my friends and we breathe and we are sharing our awareness, our collective awareness with one another. And and time and time and time and time again, this mass formation psychosis comes up in conversation. We don't call it mass formation psychosis. That was actually from the Joe Rogan podcast. I believe it was Dr. Mm-hmm. Robert Malone that, that talked about it. It's a real thing. It's a real thing because it's been used in millennia after millennia to control people. Look at, right. to go even further with curiosity, how the way religion has divided people. Look at the crusades. Look at all the things that have happened in our humanity in our evolution, where a hundred years ago, there were people that were being killed as slaves. 50, 75 years ago, women couldn't vote. If you, if you keep unraveling our lens of the past with that really heart-based focus of curiosity, you will see that we have really treated each other with incredible disrespect and incredible pain and torment and really um, hatred 
And, and that is something that we all have to come to terms with. I believe that this mass formation psychosis that we're all experiencing is happening for our greatest good. I really do. I think it's happening for our greatest good, but we have to use it as the gift that it is from that space of curiosity. And sometimes if you look at the Hawkins scale with Dr. Hawkins, you know, the lowest frequency we could ever experience in this world is shame. Yeah. So when you keep people in shame, I think it, it vibrates at 50 hertz or 75 hertz. The mm -hmm. highest level of, of emotion, of, of emotional frequency or vibration, I believe, is 750, which is enlightenment. Well, from shame to enlightenment, as you know, there's many, many, many layers of awareness. And so when you and I breathe and we're still enough, it's a chance for us to check in and go, huh, from a place of curiosity, where do I truly feel like I'm at? And I have had to check myself because I have felt anger and rage and, and just absolute hatred for what is going on from the powers that be. But when I allow myself to sit there for too long, I never get to 250 frequency and 250 frequency on the Hawkins scale is courage. That's courage mm. for me to do something for me to speak out for, for you and I to record a podcast, whatever it is. Anger is more powerful than despair despair being 150, 200, but you can't sit at anger forever. So this mass formation psychosis is actually directing it, directing people. And it's, and it's very sinister to go down to an even lower frequency and it's right above shame and it's apathy. Hmm. So if mass formation psychosis exists to keep people out of connection, to keep people out of curiosity, to keep people out of the frequency of emotion of courage, well then, it's okay if temporarily you and I feel anger. It's okay if temporarily you and I uh, harness our sacred anger to slap people metaphorically and wake people up. Because yeah. you sometimes you have to shake the almond tree to, to let the <laughs> almonds drop. And right now, people are just wanting the shaking to stop. And I say, fuck it, lean into the shaking. Like lean into this radical discomfort we're experiencing and focus on how you're serving others, how you're taking care of your own self and your family, what kind of conscious money are you earning? Truly conscious money. Like what does your conscious service to your community look like and how much money are you earning so that you can prepare for what's to come? Because I think, I think what's to come is going to be very ungrounding for people. I think it's going to be very scary. I'm not yeah. a doom and gloom guy, but I also think that we have to be prepared. you right. Cause we don't really know what's going to happen with all the different things that are attacking our psyche. So breath is a tool to connect all of these things because if we can't breathe, then we can't ever come out from apathy and shame. We can't ever get to courage. We can't ever rise up to empowerment, enlightenment and service to others. So all the things that I've mentioned, of course, we could do a podcast on just that, right? Just what you asked. Yeah. But, yeah. but to, to loop this, to close the loop, we must approach it from curiosity because if I'm not curious, then I can get stuck at the lower levels, the lower frequencies of uh, vibrational apathy, vibrational shame. And if I get stuck there, look the hell out because then all the parasites and all the bottom yeah. feeders come out and they take advantage of, and feed of people that are stuck in those frequencies. Yeah. Curiosity keeps you open. It keeps you open to possibilities too. And, and when you're not in curiosity, you're really closing yourself off to that, um, that in that higher state of creativity. And, and so I agree with that so much. Is that from the levels of energy book is, is what you're talking about? The 
Well, he he originally spoke about it in Power Versus Force. Okay, okay. Hawkins, but yeah. also one of my favorite books, he mentions it there as well, um, and it's called Letting Go. So those those two books are phenomenal. Okay. But he's he's essentially talking about what Tesla and what many people yeah, are touching yeah. upon, and, and that is that everything vibrates at frequency, like you and I vibrate. Right. Yes. And that's, that's how they, we jump from parallel reality to parallel reality, right? Exactly, because exactly. that's how you do it. <laughs> we're yeah. all vibing or, well, we're always vibing, but sometimes we don't vibe because lower frequencies and higher frequencies, it just doesn't work. Right. We tend to tune to the frequencies that we're most aligned with, that we, we are actually generating ourselves. And so you could be woo-woo or you could be hardcore scientific Everybody knows when you're around a certain person and you don't feel good around them. Yes. It's either because A, they're not of service to you and they actually are, are sucking your life force and they're bringing you down to their frequency or they're there to teach you something. They're bringing you some kind of a pain lesson because they're trying to teach you something. You know, God is working through them to teach you and I something. Right. I, that's what I think of that relates to what you shared as well, is that the way I see it, I see these people who are quote unquote bad people in, in this whole scenario as uh, they're, they're here to trigger us to really find our true, our, our unlimited potential, you know, otherwise, why would we do it? You know, if we're in our comfort zone, you know, when do you use your that's spiritual it. muscle? You know, when do you use, you know, your your foundational health principles that you've been talking about all this time, like when, it, you know, when the rubber hits the road and it's time to actually really um, test this stuff out, this is the time they're, they're giving us this opportunity, you know, and they're also giving us an opportunity to speak out about what our values are and really stand by those values. And, um, and that includes honoring yourself. That includes, loving, loving yourself unconditionally, as well as other people. That's a, that's a, you know, that was, that's a hard one for people to get to, especially mm. in this illusion that we're living in. Right. But I treat it like it's a roller coaster because like, you know, in a roller coaster, you know, you're not going to die, but it's freaking scary. Right. So <laughs> it's like, but you're going to be okay. Right. It's just a ride. And I kind of, I think of life like that right now is we're going through this intense ride. Um, but like you said, if you can focus in back on yourself, focus in on your breath, your foundational health principles, bringing yourself home, back home to yourself, then I believe that you can continue to raise your frequency and be okay with what's going around you on and around you. You can even be of more service to people if you can stay grounded within all of this chaos because it's yeah. just kind of an, it's kind of, you know, although yes, there's some bad things happening. There's, it's very, um, disturbing some of the things that are happening, especially as it relates to, to kids. And, uh, you know, and at the same time, I realized on a, on a higher spiritual level, all of this stuff is purposeful. It's necessary for us to be able to, uh, evolve, to the next level of where we're going to be going we're ascending. So, um, and you know, it, it's, it's really interesting to me, the whole parallel reality thing. And I just, you know, if you're, if you're coming up to a higher vibration and you're jumping to a different parallel, parallel reality, 
those people won't be in your reality anymore eventually, right? <laughs> if that's the way it works. So yeah, I think just focusing back in on reflecting for yourself, how you're, how you're really responding to the world is, is really important. Um, and the breath work, yeah. like you say, is, is the way to get back to that. And everyone can do it, but I will say, I'm not going to placate this. I'm not going to just like wave a magic wand and say, oh, all anyone has to do is breathe. No, but <laughs> I will say this. All anyone has to do is start where they are. And that is the, the unequivocal universal truth. You must, if you want something different, you must start where you are. I think what happens is we've heard this quote, comparison is the thief of joy, right? We all know yes. this, but what happens is when you compare yourself or when you're so angry at what is, when you're so resistant to what is like, I want to be wealthy, but I'm poor. I want to be in good shape, but I'm fat. Mm -hmm. I want to live in a different neighborhood, but I live here in the projects, whatever it is. I wish my parents were, were a different way, but they are actually abusive and alcoholic. I wish my friends were nice, but the truth is they don't support me and they don't love me. What we do is we build stories. We build scaffolding and stories to represent and to really fortify bullshit stories that aren't serving and aren't loving for us because we're scared and that's okay. I'm not here to shame anybody or myself. We're scared of what might happen if we took away the scaffolding, if we unraveled the story that we've created and the narrative that we've created about our partner, about our parents, about the world, about our neighborhood, about money itself. I used to think money was evil myself. Now I know it's just an, a medium of energy exchange. Right. But, but all of these things have to be, again, looked at through the lens of awareness and curiosity so that we can unravel what the truth actually fucking is. Because the truth is whatever we say it is. Yes, there yes. are certain things. Like if I drop this pen, that's gravity. We can't argue with that. We're all we're all here in this reality. We're participating in gravity. Or is but the it the rest Josh? of it? No, just kidding. I mean, that's <laughs> if you want to go deep. No, just kidding. <laughs> so so we're all here and and so there's certain universal truths that we all must honor. And when we stop honoring universal truths, aka curiosity, the law of vibration, the law of reciprocity the law of attraction, and I don't mean the secret, I mean the true law of attraction, then yeah, like my life's going to be really challenging because I'm constantly exhaustingly rowing a boat up a hill, up a current that's trying to just push me in the other way. It could be so much easier. It could be, it could all be so much easier if we would just allow ourselves to feel the pain and to feel the really gritty, bloody lesson that is trying to be taught to us individually and collectively that is truly where we are and so if we can have the emotional intelligence and the awareness to go okay i'm gonna learn how to breathe because that is going to start me wherever i am when i am breathing i am inhabiting my body when i'm not breathing i'm in my head i'm literally mm -hmm. in my head as above so below if all i am is here then there's disconnection here if all i am is doing drugs and eating coconut yogurt and never serving anyone and, and not caring about my bank account, well, then I'm never here. I'm just kind of in la-la land. So we need this middle way. We need this middle way. And in, unfortunately, right now, our middle way is being put on full blast for everyone to either choose to walk the middle way or not. And not everybody's coming with us. 
Not that's everybody's going to make it. And that's okay. You know, some people want to be there and that's all right. I've accepted that. You know, it's what it is, Josh, is also is that people, um, you know, there are some, there's laws of nature, right? And so as Paul Check still says, and used to say back in the day when I started back with him, like, what you resist persists. And I never really understood that I did it. I did on an, you know, an intellectual level like that. Okay. But really, how does that work? And then I completely started to understand it this past couple of years. I was like, wow. Okay. I see it now because even if it's so-called, you know, you think of resistance as like something that's, um, kind of more obvious or bad in your life, you know, but sometimes it can just be, a resistance to something bad or what's perceived as bad. And we're thinking, Oh, well, that's good. Right. But it's not about bad or good. It's about where are you putting your energy? Right. Are you focusing on what's wrong with the world and what's wrong with your life and all those stories that you're telling yourself, or are you changing and switching your focus over to actually, you know, um, I would rather focus on what I would like to happen, what I really want, what uh, all the beauty in the world. Right. And so, and I'm not saying deny reality. It's just, it's just about where you place your focus and that's what you end up creating. It's pretty simple actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But for example, like people I've known uh, who are friends, like, you know, they, they're against, again, I'm, I'm, uh, well, let's see how I can put this. Uh, like, let's say somebody is against the vaccine, right? Which is, you know, is, I'm not for it. I'm, I'm not into that at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll just say, you know, that's not my value set, but, um, yep. but I'm just using this as an example because this is one of my values. And so someone's against it, right? <clears throat> they're, they're like, do, go, you know, they're resisting it. They're going to protest about it, doing all this stuff which I'm not saying people shouldn't speak up now, but again, it's the energy that you're putting into. It's very subtle. Um, Let's then your kid, you know, your kid who's almost an adult or a teenager comes home one day and says, Hey, I got vaccinated. Mm. And I'm not saying no, anybody is, is wrong or right in this situation. It's just like what you, what you are pushing away and not confronting is going to come back to you in some form or another. And it may come back to you in a way you're not expecting. Right. So it may come back in a very big way. (laughs) So it can happen on the other end too, like that. So it's just like, I use that because that's a reflection of something that I resist in my own life. And I've had to be, you know, come like make peace with that because, um, you know, how much control do you have over somebody's decision around that? You know, not really. And there's so much information about it. So it's like, you can't really save everybody and there's, and you don't want to anyway. Right. So, yeah. I feel the, the lesson here for you and I, for all of us, the lesson here is to be at peace with what is. And when I notice that I'm not at peace with what is, can I use that lens of curiosity to really see, okay, well, what is the, what is the path to me being at peace? If I'm not at peace right now, and if it's not reality that I'm at peace with what's going on, because 
Quite frankly, it's not. I am not personally at peace with what's going on. Right. I have to use my curiosity and I need to make meaning from a head to heart connected place, not just from my mind and my intellect, but from my, my head and my heart together. I want to blend them both. And if I go like 30,000 feet above the sky and I look down at what's happening and I see myself from an observer and I see you from an observer and I really see the construct of what is happening for us. I see that there is a bubbling up of what's been there all along as far as malevolence and control and cabal or whatever you want to say. And then I also see the, the majority of good in this world. You know, if you really want to look at probably the percentage of what's happening, the Pareto principle that has been proved by science and by uh, social studies, the Pareto principle states that 80% of any work capacity or 80% of any type of energetic uh, that, that returns from a 100% lens is going to return 20%, right? And vice versa, 20% of your biggest clients are gonna give you 80% of your revenue. 80% of our time is being spent on things that really are not of deepest service to us. And so we're all being forced to look at this 80-20 rule and, and I might have said it a little bit incorrectly, so let me say it one more time. 80% of the wealth in this world is like, it makes me really sad to even feel this because I think it's something like 6 billion people take up 80%, or, or, or I'm sorry, 6 billion people take up 20% or less. And then the 80% of what's happening in the world as far as wealth distribution, 80% of the wealth is owned by like 0.005% of people. Right. So that's what's bubbling up to the surface right now is we're all looking down at this Pareto principle and we're recognizing that we're not in alignment, like something has to shift. And this last thing I'll say is the overreach that we're experiencing, mm -hmm. the 0.005% that own 80% plus of the wealth in the world they have overreached on such a public grand scale. They have reached for our health freedom. They have reached for forced vaccinations. They have reached for, for ID passports and chips and control. It is so egregious and it is so ridiculously out in the open, the degree of this overreach, that for anyone to not see it now, you and I just have to send them love. We have yeah. to send them love. We can't be angry at people for not seeing it anymore. Right. Because if, remember, if I'm wasting my energy on being angry at the people that don't see it, well, then I can't have curiosity and I can't climb the ladder of emotion. I can't help anyone if I'm angry at the people that don't see it. But I can right. scream from a mountaintop occasionally because it's good to get that energy out. Absolutely. So. I, that's good balance. Yes, I love that. Mm. And that's what I one thing I've gone back and forth with, too. Uh, personally, it's, you know, you want to direct the anger in, in the right places at the right time. Right. And, and of course it's not always going to be pretty, but you know, it's, it's not good to hold it in either. So yeah. or to be in a delusional state, you know, sure. so, but I, it's just really interesting that, that, that I could, you know, it's just, if you start to really just pay attention to some of the subtle uh, energetics within all of this, that's getting played out. Um, it, it kind of, it does give you that bird's eye view of, of what's really happening and things that we can actually do about it instead of staying in that anger state and just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. The best thing we can do, the most powerful thing we can do is move towards freedom 
freedom of choice and, and move towards things that were in favor of like whenever I fight against something, like you had said, what resists persists, which Napoleon Hill said, and before him, Wallace Waddles, and before him, Prentice Mulford. I mean, this, this, what, resi what resists, it, it goes back to like 1700s to where it was first written, maybe even way before that. But yeah, if I'm like, if I'm with you, Allison, and I'm saying, I hate vaccines, I hate masks, I hate, I hate, I hate it. All it does is just bring more energy to them. But if yes. I go, I trust my own breath. I trust that I have the decision-making faculty if I want something or not. So I'm not anti anything, actually. In the beginning, I was. I had to, I had to walk the, the trail on that one. But now I'm like, okay, I'm actually just pro-freedom. I'm yeah. pro-freedom because that narrative is something I can stand for. If I'm pulling people up, it's way easier than if I'm trying to push away. Pulling is a natural thing that we all do when we feel empowered. When we push away, it disempowers us. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. And, and it's like in the beginning, you have to figure out what reality you want to be living in. You know, you have to be like, okay, let's just, you got to decide. Decide is the right word actually for that. And that's mm. what propels, you know, the that's the anger, like, hey, you know, I'm pushing back a little. But then you get to a neutral zone of love and appreciation and acceptance, uh, which takes the shame out of the equation. Right. Yeah. And, um, that's a better, that's a better place to be for someone who is going to help people as well. And, 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 and be there for people because, uh, referring back to something you talked about earlier about things really, really, um, getting, I think there's going to be a lot exposed this year, more even so than the past couple of years. And I think some yeah. people might be really surprised by that, if not in shock. And, uh, you know, uh, you and I have been doing this for a long time as, you know, there's so many things that um, I have been discovering throughout my years of health and, and wellness and how it relates to what we're experiencing now. And many people aren't, have not uh, been exposed to that. You know, it's, uh, they just have, they just don't know what's really happening and, and it might come all at once. And, and I remember going through it when I first started learning, uh, you know, what was going on behind the curtain. And at first I was in a little bit of shock. I was like, oh my God. And it was scary. Yeah. You know, so I, I what I'm feeling is we're going to have to have some compassion for people who are starting to see what's happening and they're they're realizing that they, you know, they may be feeling betrayed and those kinds of things. And so um, that's where, that's what I, I feel is going to be happening in 2022. Our people are just going to be like, uh, you know, there's going to be a, a more of an awakening for people and they're going to be very surprised. Have you ever been out in nature at like four thirty, five in the morning, like just before the sun comes up? Yeah. Yeah. It is so dark and pitch black, like on a zero moon. It is the darkest experience. Last year, I did a vision quest, which was part of the 10-day vision quest, was four days in nature, alone, no food, oh, wow. no fire, just water. And anyways, I will never forget the incredible blackness that exists at like four. I mean, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. It's so dark out there, especially on like a really... Um, uh, cloudy night where the stars can't even light up the earth. I mean, it is so black 
And, and the reality is that before you awaken, before the sun shines, it is going to be the absolute darkest. It's going to be the most uh, just tough and, and, and gritty experience. Look at what happens in sports or in athletics. Like the, the last couple of reps are so hard, you know, but that's where you actually get the, the fundamental tearing of the actin the myosin fibers. And then you sleep and then you recover and then, then you get stronger. But you can't get any of that if you don't have the will to survive and the will to sit in the darkness. So we, we, have, to, yeah. we have to sit in the darkness together here in 2022. The void. We, and we also have to have the courage. <laughs> we have to have the courage, which is remember like at about 200, 250 is where courage, anger transforms into courage. We, we have to sit in it and we have to ask ourselves, all right, no matter what my inner young man or my inner young woman is pissed off about the little one inside of us, what can the adult, what can the loving adult do to bring that inner child along? Let their feelings, their emotions be welcome. It's okay that we're sad. It's okay that we're pissed. Like, it's okay. We don't have to, because remember, the minute we start judging their, those emotions, we bring ourselves way down to shame. And we don't want to do that because then we'll get stuck. And then literally the Proto principle will just uncork and it'll be evil that runs the world. So that's what we have to do is, is sit in this darkness, sit in this, in this right bleakest point before the sun comes up. Because the sun's going to come up eventually. It's just... It's going to come, Allison. The sun's yes, going to come up I eventually. Believe it. well, yeah. It's just it's just we're in that place right now and there's lots of theories. You can look at the fourth turning. You can look at, you know, potentially we're in year 3 of a 10-year cycle, whatever. The sun's eventually going to come up. So, and in the darkness, can we can we be there for one another? You know, can we truly be there for one another? And I believe what you and I are doing and what true conscious business and conscious entrepreneurs are doing is they're giving people support. They're supporting people, and then those people support us with money, right? Whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's dollars, whatever. This is what we need right now. We, we need each other on a very deep level, I think more than we ever, ever, ever have. Because yes. the, the type of attacks that we're experiencing and, and the total blackness, the darkness of this experience, it is just annihilating family structures, economic structures, societal structures. I mean, everything is being attacked and burned to the ground. So we all have to be aware. Absolutely. I, I agree, Josh. And that's, that's a great way to put it. And it, it is going to be really important for, for us uh, who know where we stand with it and really have clear values to teach other people and support them and how to do that as well. I really agree with that. Um, yeah. uh, so I would, I don't want to let you go without you talking about your program that you have here don't that you're go. offering. <laughs> <laughs> don't let go. Yeah. So it's called breathe. And I mean, I can only guess what it's about, but, um, it, it is so much more than that. Like, um, you, t you teach people how to really downregulate their nervous system, which is so needed right now. Yes. And I did want to touch upon the vagus nerve and how that relates to our nervous system and, and what's going on with that right now for people. It also affects digestion and, and, um, and that can really also cascade into a, a lot of other things that people could be experiencing right now. 
So yeah, I'd love for you to share more about what you're, how you're helping people with that. The program is three weeks. It's called Breathe, Breath, and Wellness because we look at the body from a lens of wholeness, from a lens of holistic uh, living. And to be whole, to be holistic means that you are connected in these four centers that you and I have learned from Paul and from holistic health. And also just from the world itself, I think the world is always pushing us towards a reconnection to what's actually here. In other words, if you're in nature and you're barefoot and you're cold, then it probably behooves you to wear a jacket and learn your proprioception so you don't step on thorns. There's a return to wholeness. There's a return to ourselves that I think the breath is providing for us now because what we all experience when we don't breathe is contraction, compression, depression. If you think about what really depression is, it's some, some describe depression as a focus on the past or a rumination on the past. I believe that's true, but I also will say, and in my teachings, I share with students that depression is actually the opposite of expression. When you are fully expressed, there is no room for depression because you're in the process. You're in the joy of expression. Anxiety is this focus on the future of what might happen, right? But really what anxiety is, is fear without breathing. When yes. you're in anxiety, you're in fear and you're not breathing. So whether it's depression or anxiety, there are very logical and spiritual definitions for solutions on both of these things. And they all start with taking a big breath in through your nose to fill your belly. You notice how my shoulders were down. My shoulders didn't rise like as Dr. Belisa Vranich calls this. This is, this is horizontal breathing. This is not right. vertical breathing. We need to breathe through our belly, through our bellow like zebras, like animals. So every single thing that I talked about with anxiety and depression starts with breathing through your belly, breathing through your abdominal cavity, which is then on the top of it, connected to a dome-shaped muscle called the diaphragm. Well, what's really cool is, and I found this in, in researching the program, when we start really truly breathing through our diaphragm, we press on the nerve endings and certain uh, receptors that are tied into the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is a very ancient system that is actually hardwired into our amygdala. And the amygdala has a lot of different processes, but most of the amygdala's work is either for fight or flight. It's, it's an ancient center in the brain that keeps us safe. So when we are physically pushing on the amygdala by using the diaphragm, and that's also when we take a big deep breath because the diaphragm is a 360 degree muscle that goes literally from the front of the sternum all the way back around our body to the kidneys. So when we breathe through the diaphragm, we're pressing on this vagus nerve. That vagus nerve gets more toned. It's called vagal toning. And when the vagus nerve is toned, it can shift us. It can literally turn our autonomic or our automatic nervous system into more rest and digest, which is called the parasympathetic, right? And so when we're in parasympathetic, we can speak to one another. We can feel good. We can digest a meal, we can read a book, we can relax. Like these are all the things that we need now more than ever. So this vagus nerve that is correct, that is connected from the back of the, the brain all the way down the spinal cord, it innervates into the enteric nervous system. Enteric nervous system is the second brain that where all of our serotonin and all of our feel-good hormones are produced. It also innervates into the endocannabinoid system, which is these CB1 and CB2 receptors. These things help us to shift over to parasympathetic. 
but most importantly, beyond the ECS and, um, and the enteric nervous system, it's really important that people understand when you physically breathe, right? When you breathe through your belly and you're breathing horizontally, and we talk about this in depth in the Breathe Breath and Wellness program, you over time tone yourself to be more relaxed. You over time tone yourself to clear your breath, to clear your stress by just using your breath. And so if you can do that, and I'm not saying we need to do Wim Hof all the time. I'm not saying we need to, <gasps> that's fine. That's, that's great. That moves energy that there's nothing wrong with that, but it has a time and a specificity. What I'm talking about is clearing your stress with your breath in three specific phases. Oh, one nice. of them, one of them's acute. It's like, you know, you're in traffic and you get pissed. Okay. What are the practices to shift you into, into tone your, your vagus nerve to be more relaxed in that moment of stress? Boom. It's an acute stressor. Then there's the more second phase, which is like breathing and meditation. How can I tone my, my vagus nerve and how can I teach myself to breathe in moments where I really can be in even more of a deeper state of peace. And then there's the third phase of breath which is more catharsis. Mm. This is where people go into these 60, 90 minute plus journeys where then maybe it is appropriate to breathe Wim Hof or to breathe yeah. warrior style. But what we take people through in the program is this, you know, understanding and this integration and this mastery of the first two phases, you know, the acute and the meditative, because like why that. go into outer space if you've never done any breath work? <laughs> Why would you ever go and sprint to yeah. a 90 minute Wim Hof class? Like, yeah, you gotta be great. grounded first <laughs> you gotta, before you, you can go the out fundamentals. there. You gotta have <laughs> yeah. the, it's like that with any science. So, yeah. um, it's breathwork.io is where I have these teachings and it's a three week process because I feel like people really need to take the time. You need to take about three weeks for the habit reformation and for behavior change to kick in in the brain and also there's some beautiful recordings in there i just uploaded seven binaural beats that wow, are really close to stuff. my heart they were made from a musician that i know um mm -hmm. brian larson from metaverse oh, and nice. um, they're tuned to different frequencies and different binaural beats and then there there are guided meditations in there and i take people very very deep on those and it doesn't involve um, putting them into this extreme state like the Wim Hof. And I don't have anything against Wim Hof. So that's the yeah. program. It's breathwork.io. And everyone can go and sign up for it. And really, if they're feeling a pull, like maybe there's something that's missing in your life, or maybe you're stuck in shame, or maybe you're stuck in some kind of an emotion that you're not exactly sure how to get out of, first stop and breathe. Yeah. And then, and then from learning how to breathe properly, because what happens when we breathe properly, Allison, is we start bringing in all this awareness to come online that was literally offline. It, all of our awareness about our shame and our emotions and all the things that are inhabiting us, we're not friends with. We don't, we don't have an awareness with them. And when right. we start doing breath work, like true breath work, what happens is, is that we awaken all these parts of ourselves that are possibly keeping us stuck, most likely keeping us stuck. So that's, that's the, the program in a very, very small nutshell, but I'm happy to go anywhere else you want to. I mean, there's, I yeah. glanced over some pretty big topics there. That was so, amazing. You, yeah. you articulated it so well. I'm just like, wow, that's, that's incredible. Um, and it's so incredible to me always to think about what breath can do. There's so many different aspects of healing with breath, you know? Um, 
and ways of doing it too. I, I use um, a lot of voice with my breath work. So I do humming and I do vocal toning and, mm -hmm. and I like to have the expression aspect of the breath when I do yeah. my breath work too. It's really fun. Yes. Um, I, do you have some more time? Cause we're going, we're getting into the hour. Yeah, um, I have I, another like 10 or 15, 10 or 15. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. I did want to, I did want to talk about how you use the, the, um, the CBD. Mm, uh, yes. We, we touched upon that in the very beginning, but yes, that is involved in, in how, what you, what you teach in your course as well. Right. Is, do you talk about yes. that too? Okay. Yeah. So look, I know that we've all been kind of <laughs> beat to death with the CBD conversation. I know it's been <laughs> on the top of mind with a lot of people, but what people don't realize, and this is what I want to get clear is that when you ingest like a gummy CBD, the absorption rate is very, very minimal. It's like 10% of what you're actually paying for. You're, you're literally wasting your money when you buy mm -hmm. gummies. When you do the sublingual, well, that goes up a little bit because it's sublingual instead of going through the, you know, the, the liver. And, and when you do this, like right there into your bloodstream, it absorbs in a much greater capacity. So the least absorption form is when you're digesting something. The next is when you put it straight into your blood, but the most, the most is when you breathe it because yeah. the absorption rate on safe vape, and I say safe vape, very low temperature, right? I have a None, volcano. So the is volcano that... is great. Yeah. The yeah, volcano yeah. is great. So it, it heats it up in a, in a way where you're not getting any of the burntness. You're not getting like the blackness, like the charredness you see on meat or on, mm -hmm. on whether it's carcinogenics, uh, carcinogenics or, yeah. or anything. Like when you look at something and if you see something is black and burnt, it's, it's releasing those carcin carcinogens. Oh, right. It's, it's just, it is what it is. Like, that's why people that love their meat really burnt. I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe you don't need it burnt, you know? So, so what it is, is we, we take in the safe vape because it has a super high absorption rate. And what I found is that when you're doing specific breath work, whether it's box or circle breathing, and you're doing key breath retention holds, breath retention hold is when, and we do it on the exhale in the program, there's, there's lots of rationale behind doing it on the inhale. But after we've done our warrior breathing, which is a strong inhale and exhale through the mouth, on the exhale, we'll pull in our three bandhas. So we'll pull in the, the floor, the pelvic floor, the bathroom muscle, We'll pull in the abdominals and we'll actually lock the throat as well. So this is the Jalandhara. So we'll, we'll lock all three energy centers mm -hmm. and yeah. we'll hold and we'll pull in tight and we will train the body to be at peace. And right in that next phase, we take a little bit of safe vape CBD, organically farmed CBD, and we pull it in just for three seconds and then we let it go. We don't hold in the CBD. We don't hold it in there. There's no benefit to you holding it in. I mean, by the time you <laughs> breathe it in less than a second, it's already rapidly being absorbed by your body. Gotcha. And then, and then we let it go. So we okay. breathe it in, we let it go. And then we go back to our breathing. So we're blending, we're, we're putting an amalgam of breath hold retentions, the warrior breathing, which is that super oxygenation and, and intermittent hypoxia. And then we're adding in for creativity. We're adding in for even more of those CB1 and CB2 receptors in the um, endocannabinoid system, the ECS. That way we can get all the beautiful ways of breath work to unlock our nervous system. And we can also get all of the endocannabinoids from the safe vape 
to unravel those CB1 and CB2 receptors in the enteric in the in the um, endocannabinoid system, enteric nervous system ENS and ECS. So two different nervous systems, right? So this is the beauty of the the wellness CBD breathing that I tested myself and that I absolutely love. It's for people that want to go just a little bit deeper. They want to explore what it feels like to do breath hold retentions and do the um, endocannabinoid system activation. This is a really cool place where it brings lots of creativity Sorry. and lots of peace. Sorry about that, Josh. Oh, what is it? I guess you didn't hear it. Good. Okay. Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. No, that was amazing. Uh, yes. That's, I did not know that how that all worked together. And that, that makes so much sense because I have experienced a similar thing using the volcano. Like it's really opened my diaphragm up yeah. and my breath and I'm, and, and my singing is so much better. And I'm wondering, well, how is this working like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's, I love that. I love how you explain that and, and use it within your course to teach people how to, you know, it's, it's really interesting. We use all these, these medicines, these plant medicines, um, in the past is like, you know, something to escape or detach with or, or party with. And it's really meant, uh, we, there's a whole nother purpose for it. You know, we could use it for healing. We could use it for opening ourselves up to our yeah. more creativity and those kinds of things. And I love that you're showing people how to do that. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You, like you mentioned, it's a tool. It's a, it's a resource. Like you can get high and disconnect from your life and you can choose to use cannabis or by the way, I use Safe Vape that's THC free. You can also oh, use THC yeah. organic Safe Vape as well. But in our program, the majority of the vapes are THC free because we have some people that are shift workers or oh, right. you know yeah. special res- um, special responders. So, anyways, whether you want to disconnect or connect, it's not up to me to judge. But I will right. say, like these plants are our allies. So use them to the degree that can bring you back to center, that can bring you back to that middle way. Because for most people, when they go into breath work, I'll be honest, 90% of the students that are in the Breathe Breath and Wellness program, they really, really benefit from just the two phases, from just doing the um, acute style breath work practices and the meditative breath work practices. Maybe about 10 to 15% of students in the program, they up their game even more. It's like the extra credit people, <laughs> you know, yes. um, they, they're the ones that do the wellness CBD breathing and start bringing in the safe vape technology with the breath hold retentions. And I would say if that's a draw for you and like, if you're an artist, you're a musician, you're a singer absolutely go deep into that module in the program because for the creative types, for the singers, for the people that, you know, really want to deeply express themselves, it's pretty amazing what happens when you downcycle the nervous system to be parasympathetic, when you activate CB1 and CB2 receptors in the endocannabinoid system, and when you downregulate all the things that are happening in the enteric nervous system, you have these three branches of three basically bundles in the body of nerves that are all shouting at your brain, relax, 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 create something beautiful, be yourself, (laughs) love life, enjoy. I mean, that's really what you're going to get from the teachings in that module. That's incredible. Oh my God. You sold me today. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Well, I'll absolutely give you access as a gift and you can talk to your audience. Thank you. Yes. That, that would be incredible. Thank you so much. Well, 
if you would please leave my audience with a way to find you, find your website, all the all the outlets you you're on on social media and, and such, and your show is incredible. I would highly recommend. Um, everybody in my audience go and subscribe to your show because you have some amazing guests on there. Thanks, Allison. You're yeah, the, the best place to go is wellnessforce.com. And there you can find our program for Breathe. You can find all the podcasts. You can get involved. This is such an easy way. Just click the button right when you get to the homepage. It says start here, and that'll take you through everything. If you want to just get right to the breathwork, though, just go to breathwork.io. And you can sign up for the program right there. Everything is downloadable. It's an app. All your meditations, your binaural beats, all your teaching instruction, um, all the proactive breath work and, and the meditative breath work is all there. Um, and actually, now that I'm even thinking about this, I didn't even realize it until now. If you're that fired up at the program, I would love to be able to give your audience a gift of oh, 25% sure. off the program. I think that would be amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Thank all you. you guys. You're welcome. All you guys have to do is just enter podcast 25 at breathwork.io and I'll give you 25% off the program just for spending time with us here. Um, and then please write to me, Josh at wellnessforce.com. Okay. I don't care about giving people my email. It's all good. <laughs> email is cool. Email is great. I do that too. Yeah. Well, yeah, th this has been an incredible show and it's such an honor and a pleasure to speak with you, Josh. And thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom today. Thanks, Allison. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome.